0: hey everyone uh, welcome to the introduction of fostering growth um, I'm your host Laura uh, my last name is Corona but yes welcome um, I wanted to create a podcast to be able to share different you know type of ideas tips advice trying to kind of have that you know growth and development within myself while also being able to share it with others so that people wouldn't feel like they are going through it themselves or by themselves. Basically, sometimes I feel alone. I feel like I, you know, can't with everything that I have on my plate, you know, uh, work, school, being a mom, Uh, family-wise, like, all these different things. Like, I'm the caretaker in my family, but I've never really taken care of myself. And it's something that I'm trying to learn, and I also want to be able, you know, to share that and go around, you know, with positive attitude, positive vibes for people, and to be like, all right, you know, I can do it too. Basically, I kind of want to, you know, seek self-improvement and, again share it with others it's kind of like a journey uh, to better myself but I also have to continue the practice of the self-love you know and I like to help people I always try to help people you know sometimes um, it could be a little difficult because again I don't help myself so how am I able to help others. Um, When I'm not okay, you know, I just kind of block people out and then it kind of gives me that like guilt of, oh man, I should be helping or I should try this, I should try that. But I know that I have to help myself first and coming to the realization of that made me want to, you know, start this podcast. A couple of things that I want to be able to target are the different ways of taking care of, you know, physical health, mental health emotional health, um, even spiritual health, you know, I've been doing some meditation for quite some time now. Um, You know, some days are better than others, but it's still a learning process for myself. And I want to be able to share that with people so that maybe they can try it out. Maybe they can see, oh, well, maybe this works for me or maybe it doesn't. You know, everybody is different. Everybody is going through it differently. And we have to accept the fact that some things might work for others and not for ourselves and vice versa. Um, you just kind of going to get out there and find what works best for you. So the name of this podcast is Fostering Growth, and I wanted to give a little bit of background on that. Um, Growing up, I did grow up in foster care, and I feel like a lot of the things that go on with me now were kind of shaped by that childhood of, you know, being separate from my family. And I guess the feeling of isolation kind of hit me when I was young. And I've been growing up with that. And it's, again, shaped me into the person I am today, which I am really proud of who I am today. But I know that I have a lot to work on and so much growth in my person, in, you know, being a mom, in, you know, being a great friend, in, you know, just so many different things. Again, growing up, I did have, you know, kind of that family foundation um, through friends. Uh, I do have friends that I know since I was in third grade that I still have, you know, as best friends. And I feel like we've had that connection because they knew what I went through since I was young and they've seen me grow and go through everything. And they still basically are there and like me as a person. So again, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. (laughs) But um, I wanted to be able to also be kind of like a role model to foster kids. Um, I want this podcast to also kind of, you know, spread its wings and help those in need um, in foster care with, again, you know, tips and advice of self-improvement and development, just like I'm doing the research. And my little eight-year-old self would... I've loved it if i had you know a role model to look up to and be like oh my god you know i'm going through all of this but this is what my future looks like if you put in the hard work and dedication and really focus on wanting you know the best for yourself and for your family you know you can get there and um A lot of people, when I share my story, you know, of like, hey, uh, I used to be in foster and, you know, now I'm here and people are like, wow, like, really? Like, I, you know, if you would have told me that from, you know, what your personality is, I would have never guessed like, oh, you know, you had this type of childhood and it looks can be deceiving. Like a lot of people don't know what I've gone through and, and how, you know, They ask me like, oh my God, how do you do it? And how do you, you know, are so positive and bubbly and strong? And it's like, uh, in reality, like (laughs) if you really, really know me, like, you know that I struggle with it a lot, but I still like to share positivity and try to, you know, be this bubbly person, always smiling, always joking, always laughing, even after joking about, you know, my bad luck and things like that. It's just a lot of different, um topics that i'll be able to share you know a couple of anecdote anecdotes uh you know of my life but going back to you know the title of the podcast fostering growth um i want to be able to reach you know not just to foster youth but everyone in general um but just have those balancings of you know i'm here to provide any type of help that I can, you know, based on research, based on, you know, kind of like, kind of like a foster helpline in a sense. Um, I am trying my best, you know, to kind of uh, reach my old social workers, you know, trying to get information through there. Um, I have my brothers, who one of them is still kind of in, you know, a foster program. Well, an extended foster care uh, thing because he's already 19. But there's a lot of different options that some kids don't know about. And um, I don't want to say that it's because, you know, their workers don't necessarily tell them that. Um, But sometimes, you know, some kids don't know how to ask if either there's more help out there for them or, you know again, some workers might just be like, hey, you're turning 18, you're good to go, you're free to the world. And when kids spend time in foster care, of course, they want to be like, oh my god, I'm finally 18. I'm out of here. Let's go world. And sometimes it doesn't happen like that, you know. So again, this is a project that will be evolving, hopefully in the best way ever of being able to give that help and and resources to to foster kids, you know, that really need it. Again, putting my uh, email out there, hopefully people can write, you know, and be like asking questions, maybe, you know, for any, you know, help. I don't know. Again, something that I can really make a change. The growth part of it, like I mentioned, is so you can grow within yourself. So I can grow within myself and so everyone else can grow. Um, There's always room for improvement. You know, of course you can be confident and tell yourself, oh, I got this. You wake up with a positive attitude. I honestly am jealous of all those people that wake up and are like, all right, let's get this day going. Because I have a really hard time getting up and motivating myself. But when the day and the time comes, I'm actually really motivated. And again, one of the first steps is, you know, starting this podcast because I want to be able to help people like that. So I just wanted to give a little uh, backstory um, of myself. You know, I grew up in foster care for quite a while. Um, It was a really difficult time uh, because, again, I felt alone. Um, I had to learn to self-soothe. I had to learn, you know, to kind of bottle things up and not show the world what I was going through because, I mean, at eight years old, what are you supposed to do? You know, you're still a kid, but you have to grow up now. You have to take care of your two younger brothers. Um, You know, what's best for them? What's best for you? And it was just life-changing it really was I a lot of people look at me and they're like you're very childish or like you like kid stuff and it's like I think part of it is because I didn't really have a childhood I didn't really enjoy it in that you know kids with with how they you know either stay with you know their parents and grow up and I'm not saying that you know I could have had it better or worse I'm just saying that my experience was a lot different and it clearly made me who I am now including my personality of being bubbly and positive because that's what I had to do to survive I had to be positive you know one way or the other and again I had a lot of support from friends a lot of my friends didn't even know I wasn't foster um there was times when they'd be like, oh, hey, we're going to have a sleepover. And I wasn't allowed to go because when you're in foster, you're not allowed to spend the night anywhere. Um, you're not really even allowed to you know, go to some places. Every foster home is different. But um, from my experience, there was you know, some days that um, I couldn't really hang out with my friends or go to the park after school. Or, you know, I, I had to just go to school, come back home, and, you know, be home. And there's just so many different things that I guess, you know, I went through in foster um, that made me open my eyes to the real world and to actually see how the world was so much different than what I thought, you know, Um, growing up taking care of my brothers had made me get that like mother bond with them of I was more of a mother than a sister to them and I was okay with it you know in the beginning (laughs) Um, now that one's 19 and the other one's 23 sometimes they still look at me like their mom and I'm like uh, I'm your sister. (laughs) I know I took care of you when we were younger. I know that I'm always going to be here and I'll give you guys my best advice. And, you know, we're not always on the same page, but it, it really did. It really did take a lot for me to step up and become that mom figure for them and tell them that I was going to take care of them and that nothing was going to happen to them, you know, being in foster because, I, I was eight, um, my middle brother was uh, I think about like five and the youngest was a baby. Like he was literally either months or like a year old and it kind of really sucked for the youngest one um, because he basically grew up in foster care his whole life. Um, he again is 19 now and he just got into like extended foster care, but that's all he's known his whole life is just foster care and me going to visit. And, you know, our mom, um, times going to visit as well, our grandmother as well. And, you know, it, again, with foster, it just, everybody has a different story. This motivated me to be able to produce the podcast and be like, I want to help. I want to not just help people in per se, but I want to be able to help in that foster aspect because again, as a young little girl, I wish I had somebody kind of giving me this advice or telling me how, you know, a lot of my choices were going to send me one way or the other. So with that said, I grew up in foster for about, I don't know, about four to five years. And then well, I was placed with my grandmother and then from there, like my story goes, I got emancipated at 16 and I started working at 16. Um, But that whole time I was still basically like, you know, visiting my brothers and, you know, trying to take care of them. And I would talk to their foster moms and there was times that their foster moms would be like, oh, you know, your little brother's acting out. Can you talk to him? And even then, like, that's that's why I was, like, a mother to them. I'd be like, what's going on? You know, you're supposed to be being good. And, again, you know, listen to them and, and all these, you know, different little things that I had to kind of help my brothers through as well. Uh, most of my family members have been in foster care. Um, we've all had our different experiences, you know, sadly some worse than others. But that's because foster homes are a lot different, you know. My brothers were placed on one home, I was placed in another home. I believe that I was in three different homes um, during my time uh, because, as you know, being the older sibling, I was placed by myself, and then being a girl, some foster homes are like girls only, boys only, and rarely do they ever get, you know, families together. For example, I asked them if I could be in a foster home with my brothers, like keeping all three of us together. And there was just no way in hell that was going to happen. Even though they said they would try, but no foster parent would want to accept three kids. Um, So, you know, the separation happened. And I think it was really tough on my brothers because after I got emancipated and <sighs> rewind. So before I got emancipated, um, uh, around the age of 12, 13, I moved with my grandmother. Um, She finally was able to take care of us. And so my little brothers were placed there as well. Um, But with a lot of things going on, and again, me being 13, going on 14, I was a teenager who was always inside her room, locked up. Because I didn't really like to go outside and I'd be on my computer. Um, My brothers were taken away from the house. Uh, My grandmother couldn't really take care of them. And I felt a lot of guilt in that because I feel like I could have done more and helped her out more with them. But again, I'm 13, 14, a teenager, (laughs) preteen, preteen, teenager now whatever you want to call it, I was still, you know, I didn't want to really take care of my brothers. Like I, why would I want to take care of kids? I am just a kid. Again, you know, going into foster, I had to take care of them. So once we were with my grandma, I was like, you know, grandma, you take care of them. You tell them what's right and wrong. But it was always like, Laura, Your brothers, your brothers, your brothers. So I would have to be like, hey, this, hey, that. And I would get in a lot of fights with them too. And they'd be like, oh my God, you're so bossy and this and that. And it's like, it's not my fault you guys aren't listening. And I'm the boss of you because everybody comes to me expecting me to control you guys. But, you know, there were times where my brothers did listen to me. And there were times that they didn't. And again, you know, they were taken to foster care again but i did not leave them like i again it kind of guilted myself of like oh, i could have done more i could have helped out more they shouldn't have left but they also needed you know more help more special care they needed that extra attention that my grandmother just wasn't able to give them anyways so after I got emancipated at sixteen, I, you know, began working, and little by little, you know, it was school and part time job, and then I would, you know, visit my brothers. I would take the bus, and some days they would pick me up and take me with them. You know, it was it was just a roller coaster of some days were good, some days were not so good, some days were really good, um, but. I always missed them. I always, no matter how many times we would get in trouble or fight or argue or whatever, you know, again, their foster parents would call me and be like, they're acting up. I always wanted to be with them. I always told them, don't worry, I'm going to get you out of here. As soon as I turn 18, I'm going to try to get you guys adopted. You know, I always told them that I would never leave them and I never did. And I still haven't, but... Again, these are the growing relationships I've had with my brothers of, you know, going through foster and then going through our grandmother. And then when they went back, I know that they felt abandoned. I know that they felt betrayed because, again, I could have helped out more, but I just didn't. And little by little, I began forming a relationship with them, you know, of of they saw that I was really trying. Um, I remember when I first got my first car, I, you know, would drive up to go see them and I would try to take them places, either take them to the movies or take them to the park, you know, on Halloween's I would try to take them out trick-or-treating around their, you know, the house where they lived in foster care and a lot of different little things that I tried to do for them. I would, (laughs) my first job was Chuck E. Cheese, so I would literally for their birthdays, you know, take them to Chuck E. Cheese and get them a birthday cake and give them, you know, money so that they can play and a lot of times you know I couldn't do so much but I think that since I was always reaching out and you know I didn't always have the answers but not giving up on them was the best thing that I could have done also for them because even now again fighting and and the arguing and whatever you want to call it you know we have our different opinions we'll get to it. I'm sorry. We'll get to it. Okay. Um, actually that's it for this. Again, this is a project that will be evolving hopefully in the best way ever. It's something that I've been wanting to do for quite a while. And I've talked to many friends about it and they're like, yes, do it, do it. You can do it, you know, and just put your, your, um, put that foot forward and step into it and then we'll see you know where it goes and after all those uh friends kind of were like just do it do it do it i was like all right fine i'll do it and again this is for me to be able to share that you guys are not alone everyone is struggling everybody is on their own you know timeline um but that doesn't mean that we have to struggle on our own or that we have to feel like we're on our own So I hope that this really, you know, helps people, uh, reaches people in some sort of way. And, you know, it's, it's not about how many people I actually reach out to or, you know, make a difference in. But as long as there's, you know, one person that can kind of feel like, oh, you know, this actually is helping me discover, you know, little things about yourself that you might not know like knew before it's it's the the same process for me like i'm learning through this and i hope that these good habits that i want to form you know will stick and will also help you guys you know see that you know after a cloudy day there's always a rainbow there's always you know that that sign of hope that we can keep going as long as we are determined and strong and you know, form a a connection and and have those, you know, resources and that support from either friends and family and, you know, even strangers on the internet, (laughs) you know, it it just, it happens. It happens in so many different ways that I want to be able to help people like that and be able to, you know, to reach out. And actually, that's it for this. As some of you have noticed, um, I am releasing the first two, the introduction and the first episode, uh, to the podcast on my birthday. Hey, yes. Uh, March 29th is my birthday. Um, I am turning 27 years old. A lot of people don't believe me. A lot of people think I am 21 yes thank you this face is a curse and a blessing (laughs) but um one of the main reasons why i wanted to drop this on my birthday is because i wanted to begin with um a little you know personal new year for me and a little bit more um explanation on what like a personal year is is you know like Birthdays are a new year for you. You know, every year you have your birthday, it never changes. And it kind of gives you that... Um, um, birthdays really give you a chance to look back on the past year and see, you know, what's working for you and what's not working. It's kind of like a way to have those new year resolutions instead of new year new me it's kind of like new year better me it's you know a lot of people avoid their birthday uh you know another year of getting older oh my god for example for me you know i'm getting to my 30s um you know little by little it does become more and more real but i think that birthday should be more of the start of the personal new year Um, I feel like a lot of people choose to ignore it also, you know, like they want to let it go, like their birthday, they don't really want to celebrate. I know some people do celebrate their birthdays. I've seen it on Instagram so many times. Some people love their birthdays, but others, you know, maybe it's not the same. You know, nobody's like really throwing you birthday parties or, you know, there's no piñata and candy, even though there could be, there should be, you are the person that decides what to do on your birthday. So whatever you decide, you know, have a piñata and candy, I don't know. But I think also it, it's the thought of growing up older of, you know, somehow some people don't want to grow up. They want to stay young or some people actually want to grow up and they're like, "Fuck, I can't wait till I'm, you know, re- can retire." <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for retirement to be honest. Um, but whatever the reason, I think that it really is important because it's a part of our growth. Eh? And one of the things like for me is that every year for my birthday, you know, I do take time off. <laughs> I do not work on my birthday. I try not to work on my birthday ever because nobody wants to work on their birthdays. Um, but also, I... I try to do something for myself. For example, my birthday present to myself is getting a new tattoo each year. <laughs> um, I've been doing a really good job at that. I've been getting a tattoo for the past like three years in a row. Um, every year, you know, it's it's something different. It's something memorable because it's something that I give to myself, you know. And um, this year, I kind of wanted to begin it with... Um, setting, you know, some goals for myself. And, you know, we have to be realistic with our goals sometimes. Um, you know, you kind of set those three achievable goals that you kind of place for the whole year. But if you achieve, you know, them before the year ends, then you kind of just give yourself another achievable goal. For example, um, one of my goals is, you know, that learning self-care. And obviously that's going to take a long time, not just this whole year, but just doing a routine, starting a routine and starting to take care of myself is one of the, you know, I want to say it's a realistic goal for myself because I can do it. I have so much time on my hands now that I know that there's no excuse. And, um, you know, once you achieve those goals, even if you achieve only one out of the three, like it, it It shouldn't be uh, a stressing challenge for you. It should be a growing challenge. Um, Once your next birthday arrives, there's going to be so much to celebrate because, again, you put these small goals, achievable goals, and you, you know, were able to achieve them or at least one or two. Or if you achieved all three and then you put another three and then you achieve those three, like, damn, you know, you go Glen Coco. So... So I began doing some research on like birthdays, you know, and having that personal new year. And there's a lot of different blogs out there that have, you know, a couple of paragraphs, just how to start it to, again, I kind of got some of those, you know, achieving the goals from um, one of the websites. It's uh, the motivator minute um, on a wordpress.com. And it basically states, you know, how birthdays should be a check-in with yourself and I totally agree with that you know you got to check yourself where you are physically mentally emotionally spiritually which is some of the different concepts that I would like to you know talk about in this podcast and um, you you should look at your birthdays you know as a pampering day as well Um, I like to try to pamper myself whenever I can Um, you know kind of relax take a mental health day I don't know you know vacation from work like I do again Um, is there so many things that that you can do for yourself on your birthday and it's not just like oh it's another year you can ask yourself you know how do you feel do you feel healthy do you feel happy you know are you fulfilled in your personal and professional life and if the answer is yes you know. You can feel grateful that you're really fortunate and you're in a great place in your life. Um, But if you think to yourself and you're like, no, I don't feel healthy or I don't feel, you know, happy and that there's a lot to work on. For example, my situation of I know I can work on myself and I can improve so much. Then you kind of start thinking about the small changes that you can make and Again, set those little goals. uh, I'm pretty sure that eventually you'll get to a healthier and happier version of yourself, you know. Um, So again, a couple of these things that I would like to change for myself are um, swapping some, you know, bad habits um, that I have. (laughs) I'll talk about that more in detail um, in my next episode with my lovely friend um sam hashtag samantha (laughs) and um you know i have a lot of little bad habits that i know i can change but i don't do it (laughs) and it's about time that i change them in no particular order i did want to share some of the hashtag resolutions for my personal year um number one though again no particular order but number one is that self-care routine because it really is something that I want to do and is important um you know drinking less soda and caffeine because I work graveyard and coffee is life but I really gotta you know slow it down and even with soda like there's times that I've stopped drinking soda and I would only have soda on Saturday like you know my day off um sometimes I would be like "Eh, I'll just have a soda I'll drink more water later on and this and that and so sometimes I find myself drinking soda again when I know I should stop and then I stop and I do an actually good job about it but then it kicks back in you know so another thing is like you know consuming more water I do consume water but I feel like I should you know do water and maybe some teas. I started drinking, you know, green tea with um, pomegranate. Pomegranate? I think that's how you say it. Um, and that kind of just g- give me a boost. You know, instead of getting a coffee, I'll make one of those teas before work. Um, and that, you know, it, it just is in that healthier aspect of what's better for me, what's gonna help me in my body. And um, another resolution, you know, exercise more, again, I'm trying to join the gym and I just know that I'll be able to push myself in that um, environment than when I get home and I do workouts here at home but I'm not as dedicated I guess I don't know I don't know what the difference is some people can work out at home I mean I have my best friend that she works out at home she goes to the park she goes hiking you know she has all this energy I wish I had (laughs) but I know that she also goes through things, you know, so that's one of her ways of coping with it. And I want that to help me as well, too. Um, Another resolution is kind of ditching one bad habit, at least for this year. I know that I mentioned that I um, one of my small goals is, you know, changing bad habits. But the main, main goal is ditching one bad habit, at least one. Um, I would like to volunteer with foster Uh, I am trying to find, you know, the resources and doing my research. Again, I'm trying to reach out to some social workers um, that I had in the past. And I know that they would be really happy to hear from me. Um, And also, I'm pretty sure that they would have, you know, at least to point me in the right direction. But I would like to volunteer more with Foster. Um, Even traveling. (laughs) But I do want to travel more. I mean, I haven't really done much. I recently started traveling a little bit, even though it was for family. For example, I went to go visit my cousin Ashley at um, uh, what's it called on the other side on the East Coast, and I went to New York City, and I went to like I passed through Delaware, and you know I went through to that side without pinpointing where she lives. Um, I went to that side, you know, of the country, and you know, enjoyed. I think I was there for like a week and a half, and I enjoyed a lot of the scenery, a lot of the places that we went to. But it wasn't really like, again, a vacation traveling. It was more to be there for my cousin, Ashley. Um, But, you know, I I was able to enjoy that. And I was like, I need to do this more. And so Resolution is, you know, traveling to at least two new places, you know, to have a vacation. But with this pandemic, obviously, I still need to be safe and, you know, kind of see what's going on. Um, I will share, though, because I am sharing this... um, you know, in, in my website, um, for my birthday, I did plan a little road trip with my friends. So we're going, you know, on a California coast road trip. Uh, it's a two day thing, driving up, staying the night and then driving back down while, you know, visiting a couple of local places around there. So stay tuned for that as well. Um, more meditation, (laughs) again, I do meditate. I have meditated. It does help. But with the slippery slope that I've been on, you know, it's kind of been on and off. And I kind of just need to get back on that. Um, Even reading more books. Oh my gosh, I love reading. I really do love reading. When I was younger I read you know all the Divergent books I read all the Hunger books I read Harry Potter books honestly I read some of the Harry Potter books I think one of the things that I still need to do is read all the Harry Potter books to really understand everything because I know that the movies don't give everything but I loved reading books and I want to balance it without having to read all those you know just fictional story books but I recently am reading um Atomic Habits um, by James Clear, and just the front of it says, you know, tiny changes, remarkable results, and it's a new New York Times bestseller. Um, It has a little tiny description of saying an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. So again, one of my goals is breaking bad habits, so I have this book to read, you know, and kind of um, do the research and hopefully be able to change that bad habit. <laughs> um, stretching more often also kind of includes with like the exercising, stretching, you know, yoga kind of thing. And I have so many projects that I like to do. You know, I if you ask friends, like, they're like, oh my God, you're so creative. where's my motivation where is me starting something and finishing it so one of my resolutions is finishing projects because i have so many projects started so that's one of the things that you know again these are in no particular order i am not going to tackle all of these in a year but just to give you guys different you know things of like oh if i had a resolution what would it be like these are mine kind of Finishing up this little list is uh, family time. I would like to spend more family time. And I say that, for example, like this past year with quarantine, you know, I've hanged out with my brothers, but... You know, holidays were a must-do and then some birthdays. But other than that, like even just, you know, going to the park or even hanging out here at the house, it hasn't really been possible. I know that, you know, even if you have to schedule that family time, um, it could, you know, you can make it possible. And that's one of the things that I really want to be able to do with my brothers and my son and my mom. One of the more important goals that I want to have is... Again, creating that self-care routine for myself because I've taken care of everyone except myself, and I know that that's not fair, so it's just one of the things that I really want to, you know, be able to target. Uh, I took care of my grandmother for about, you know, five years or so, and it would it wouldn't take so much time off my hands, but it just, I was always on the go. It was like, you know, doctor appointments, go see her, the store, she needs food, um, you know, just to visit. Uh, it was always, you know, something. And then again, I'm, I'm a single mom. I have a six-year-old now. Uh, he is turning six, so with school and the pandemic, like there's just so many things that I've always had to juggle. Um, and then recently in the beginning of the year, uh, my grandmother passed away. Um, it was, you know, medical complications. It was not not due to COVID, um, but it really took a toll on me and it got me into this depression mode, to be honest that I just really couldn't get out of and even now it still feels a little bit rocky like I'm trying to climb out of the hole and sometimes I slide down but I'm climbing out and that's what's important. It doesn't matter that I fell into a depression in that like you know I felt like giving up on myself. It matters that I got up and did something about it. And then I want to do something about it. And I'm continuing, you know, on with bettering myself. And actually, you know, I know that my grandmother wouldn't want me to throw my life away, you know, just because she passed away. It's a cycle of life. It, you know, things happen like this all the time. I just, you know, this was one of the ones that impacted me the most because she was my routine. You know, every other day or either every day or every other day, I would go see her, talk to her, you know, do stuff for her. And then for all that to just kind of stop. And now, again, I have all this time on my hands. I don't have the excuse of like, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. No, because now I do have the time. And if I just sit here at home feeling sorry for myself, it's not going to get me anywhere. It really isn't. So that's one of the things that, you know, is motivating me Um, as much as it hurts. And I miss her so much and I will always miss her. And even now, I still have not had closure because there's so much to do with, you know, her last wishes Um, again, this pandemic and COVID is just kind of slowing that process down, but I know that I will get there. I I know that I will be able, you know, to cope with it and live with it and to come to accept it. I've gone through the stages of grief over and over again. And I think that I'm finally being able to push myself to, again, keep climbing out of that hole that I felt like I was in, in the beginning of the year. And last but not least, um, but having alone time is one of the major things also that I'm going to have now. Um, Just being alone in my house and the different things that I can do. Like, for example, this past weekend, I cleaned my bathroom, you know, deep cleaned and it felt so good. And even though I only did that one thing in the day, like it just it was how I spent my alone time like I have the time to you know sit down and watch Netflix Hulu whatever you know binge but I want to be able to like work in my house as well you know make it feel like a home because sometimes it this place doesn't really feel like home and obviously people should be like you don't you shouldn't feel like that in your own home you know home is is where your safe place is and some people love their homes and other people are just kind of stressed out about it, like me. So again, just to kind of bring it all together, I hope this podcast will help people, you know, discover themselves and seek that improvement within themselves just like I am. I'm a work in progress. I think we all are. But What's important is that we give ourselves that time in the day, in the week, in the year, whatever you want to call it, to really look within ourselves and say, this is what I want to change or this is how I can grow. This podcast is going to be full of surprises and different, you know, segments and different things that I would love to talk about. But I would like to hear from you. What would you like to hear? What would you like to... What kind of important thing would you like to target? Um, Anything between, you know, your physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, whatever it is, even, you know, if you're in foster care and you would like to reach out, go ahead and email at fostering.growth.pod at gmail.com. That's fostering.growth dot pod at gmail dot com and you can follow um instagram it's uh fostering dot growth dot pod and for twitter i couldn't clearly put the fostering growth pod but I was able to do at foster underscore growth with two H's so foster underscore growth with two h's um, at the end and that's the twitter so for now those are the three that i have currently working on that facebook page but yeah i would love to hear from you guys what you thought of this introduction and again stay tuned because we have the next episode with my lovely friend um and we're gonna be you know Targeting some really good tips and ideas and advice um, on our next topic So thanks for listening and I really hope to hear from you guys. Go click that follow button. I hope you guys Enjoyed this and I am really excited about this project. I really am All right guys. Bye